Dave Rowe knows all too well how it feels to have his home broken into. Yeah, and see, that's what the problem was. Because I heard him first. I said, hold on. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Because then I start to taste them. I say, and then I start to smell them. So it's like a smell that tastes like other. So I knew something was wrong. I knew something special about it. You know, so. So what did you do when you heard the intruder? I ran upstairs. I had to run. And I had to do with that little girl. What's that little girl uh, in the Holocaust? She had a, uh, she was Ann Hathaway, Frank, Frank and Beverly. And Frank, that's a hiding bitch, ain't it? I had to get up the stairs. So he had so much rhythm. When he was walking up the stairs, he said, doom, doom, doom. Bitch, I started to almost beatbox up in the closet. Oh, boom, boom, boom. But I couldn't do it yet, because I couldn't die. I got caught tomorrow. So I'm just a little shook up. That's all that is. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are only those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Edenbeck. I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello! And welcome to the show, everybody. Tonight, we're drinking what exactly, Alex? It is a Twisted Whiskey Sour. Twisted Whiskey Sour. Sour. That's right. Um, this is basically a rendition of a Twisted Whiskey Sour and we're over. No, uh, <laughs> it is um, basically, it's my rendition of a Twisted Whiskey Sour because we didn't have all the ingredients, but hey, we worked with what we got. Uh, I took some bourbon, and that's our base liquor. Uh, then I took a little bit of lemon juice, squeeze that in there, a little bit of, should have been honey water, but I did not take the time to take the honey, melt it in some boiling hot water, and make honey water out of it. So I just used raw honey, and I shook the piss out of it, and everyone knows it's probably almost going to dissolve, maybe. Um, probably not, <laughs> but we're working with what we got. Uh, and then you basically build that, uh, and then normally you would put some Angostura bitters, like two or three drops. Uh, also, didn't waste the time on that one. Um because I can't find it. It's in my house somewhere. Don't know where I put it. So you like actually own bitters? I actually own like three different types of bitters. Really? Right. All bitters is is like a super concentrate of flavor in like small vial, in a small little bottle, almost a vial. But it's like, like think of it as almost like a liquor extract. Because, like, what's in the bottle is super high proof, usually. And what they do is they just jam-pack it full of flavors. Now, I've got Angostura, which is a little bit, like, it's kind of your go-to one at a bar. And I've also got a Sorghum Bitters. No, no, I'm sorry, not Sorghum. Um, oh, my God, I just went blank on it because I said Sorghum and not what it actually is. Um, sassafras. Sassy ass. Yep, got that sassy ass bitters, and then I actually had another bitters from a different company um, that I just like the flavors because a different flavor profile. It's kind of like it's a it's just a way to add 
partake flavors into things. And there are companies and there's bars that make their own bitters, and you can make them very herbaceous, maybe even floral, if you will. Maybe even effervescent. Effervescent. <laughs> I was I was searching for the word. I was like, where is that at? What was the word? That was it. I couldn't stop using effervescent. Yeah. yeah. Um, where it's just... I mean, just imagine. Oh, I mean, I've, I, we should do this, by the way. I'm a. I don't know if y'all, anyone out there, follows this guy on um, TikTok or Instagram, but it's a it's a Canadian fella, um, usually wearing a nice hat. Um, oh. He basically goes, "We're gonna put gummy bears in vodka for a week, or until something interesting happens." And then at the end, he eats whatever's inside of it and drinks a shot of whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what you do for a lot of these bitters. Like you kind of, you can age them in barrels. You know, you can put anything from peppercorn to cloves to cinnamon, allspice, nutmeg to like anything you want that you think will dissolve. Usually, the and you're probably not using the powder. You're using like a raw form. Like we could go grab bark off one of these trees as long as it's not poisonous to humans, and just go throw it in a jar of liquor. And then let it age for six months, and then at the end we've got buffalo grass vodka or whatever it is. Right, right. But then you do that. That's like how they used to make root beer back in the day. Yeah, that's how they make gin and stuff too. Yeah. So it's just like a more intense version of that. It's like I remember when I was in uh, like sixth grade, I think we did uh, like a weekend trip to Camp Kern. Okay. And. <laughs> And like one of our activities was to make root beer. That's cool. I like that. It, but like the way that they made it back when like the colonials were around. Yeah. And so, and like the way you do it is you actually dig up a root and you like boil it. And it's basically like root tea is what it is. But they called it root beer. And, and then they would actually, they would add some kind of alcohol to it too. But they obviously wasn't going to let us sixth graders do that. Right. So we had to drink it without that. And it tasted like just straight nastiness. <laughs> of course it, was it did. so horrible. Of course it did. <laughs> I was like, why would you drink this? I, I, well, obviously I had the cats out of the bag, but I, uh, I've definitely made beer. I've made malt, malted liquors. I have... Uh, dabbled in a little wine but i have always wanted to and never got to make root beer yeah like the old school way uh when i was a bartender i used to make sodas all the time but that's easy like basically you know all a soda machine does is take soda water and a syrup so we had almond syrup and i would constantly make these almond sodas and it was kind of like almond syrup and i'd play around with like lemon juice orange juice lime juice just to try to tap down what tasted the best with almonds right um and i constantly was like drinking those things and but it's like that's the quick way to make sodas like the soda jerk right yeah right. so this, this this has no sassafras in it no no this doesn't have angostura which is kind of like the basic bar uh, which I did look up just to be sure I was right about all the way to make bitters. That is, yeah. I was like, I know that's right, but I'm going to double check. But yeah, uh, bitters could have everything from vanilla beans, cardamom, citrus peel, peppercorns, 
Gentian Root, Cassian Bark, Star Anise, like you freaking name it. It almost sounds like uh, I like to cook, and a lot of that, you know, I'm looking at some of these things. I'm like, man, I feel like I've seen like Indian food use some of this stuff because like a lot of times they like to like cook oil, and then they'll throw like the star anise and a couple other like rooted spices or like bar like stuff into like the heavy stuff yeah and then take that out and basically you've then made like a oil like a flavored oil and then you start cooking on top of it yeah i mean, I mean that makes sense right yeah. same thing quicker process so quick list ingredients in this uh bourbon buffalo trace bourbon Buffalo Trace bourbon, uh, lemons, lemon juice, honey, orange juice. That's pretty much it. And that's it. And then they sugar it up real good. Sugar it up real good. And now we're about to drink it. And now we're about to drink it. All right. Cheers. Cheers.
Shorn shoes, but it's still not bad. I'm trying to remember the actual way to make, or the one I was taught how to make. It don't. I mean, I like orange juice, but it's kind of weird tasting the orange juice and bourbon together. Oh, I did forget what. So, uh, Quantro. I completely forgot. I was doing this from my memory and haven't looked at a recipe in forever. Um, so I probably did put the right amount of orange juice. Uh, but the one I was taught was Woodford, Cointreau, honey water, fresh orange juice, lemon juice, orange bitters, Angostura bitters, and then drop an orange peel in. Mm. I have Woodford. We could have we done that. Uh, it's, that's not... It's to me. It's um, like I've got the ratios right uh, with the fillers and the bourbon, but I did forget the Cointreau, which I'm a little sad about. But that's just kind of add some liquor and add some uh, liquor in the dashes. It might be a little heavy handed on the orange oranges, but it's not bad overall. Definitely gonna give me heartburn here in a little bit. Yeah. Oh. What? What was that? Uh, lemon seed. Okay. Work with, yeah. what, work with what I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we're on the back deck tonight. <laughs> I can just spit you whatever. You must have got the one that had a couple fall in it. Um, and just spit whatever comes into my mouth out the side. Right. Mm, all right. Well, tonight we are talking about... The 10 weirdest laws from around the world. Yeah. So this isn't just American shit. Right. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, This is around the world. So uh, I think this first one is in England. I only pre-read like two or three of these, so okay. When we get down towards the bottom of the list, it'll be brand new to me, just like it is you. Sweet. So uh, the first one: it's illegal to hold salmon under suspicious circumstances, like to physically hold it. I don't know, or hold it under contempt. <laughs> That's my first. Like, I'm like. What do you mean? Like, all right, well, see, I have a little description for each one. All right. Section 32 of the Salmon Act of 1986. Oh, dude, that was some hard hitting. <laughs> stipulates that it's an offense to handle salmon, so I guess physically handle salmon under suspicious circumstances. This section creates an offense in England and Wales for any person who receives or disposes of any salmon in circumstances where they believe or could res- or could reasonably believe that the salmon has been illegally fished. 
Oh, okay. I the, thought the maximum penalty for this is two years of imprisonment. Holy shit! For salmon? For salmon? Damn. I mean, you know they don't get salmon over there, so it all have to be imported. What? How are you going to illegally fish it in that country if it's only imported? That's true. I th- I thought salmon were only lit like only you could get it on the west coast of the United States. Um. Not according to this. Uh, Where is that at? Where is it, England? Yeah. Huh. All right. I guess there's Atlantic salmon. Who knew? I did not know that. Now Um, you know. I got to be honest. When when you first started reading that, I immediately went, "Someone someone got caught doing something to a salmon. Like... Well, yeah, dude. Fish lips. Yeah. Think ex- about it. <laughs> exactly. Somebody got caught, and they go, that, and they go, what are you doing? Disposing of it? They're like, why are your pants off? I'm like, disposing of it? <laughs> I'm taking care of business, man. Yeah. I, I, do, I do my fish disposal without my pants. It's how I'm comfortable. That's, that's the only way to properly do it, I think. Right. Where I come from. Where I come from. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, "All right, no, no, no more of that." There's too many people. Too many people have been caught with their pants down with the salmon. That's right. Like this looks suspicious. That's right. <laughs> we need the Salmon Act of 1986. <laughs> yeah. Before then, just salmon fuckers. <laughs> I'm glad they got their act together. Yeah. No, no, but I'm glad that was cleared up. So it's illegally fishing or importing. You never know. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, hey, dog, I got some of that Alaskan salmon. It's in the back. It's the trunk of my car. You want some? All right. Delicious. I heard you got a fresh fry coming up this Friday. Yeah. I got a trunk full of ice and salmon. What you need, man? Mm, get it. Yeah. Get it. All right. Second one on this list of 10. It's illegal to let your chicken cross the road in Quitman, Georgia. Those assholes. <laughs> Those assholes. There, there has been... How many... How many jokes made about this? And they're just going to shit all over it with their fucking... (laughs) With their uh, aristocratic laws or whatever. Their bureaucracy bullshit. All right. Simply put, the law wants owners to have their chickens under control at all times. That's understandable. Georgia likes to ensure the safety and sacredness of their chicken because... Gainesville, Georgia, because in Gainesville, Georgia, you eat fried chicken with your bare hands. Keep your folks away from them. Keep your forks away from them. The law describes chicken as a culinary delicacy sacred to its municipality. Perhaps this is why chicken deserves a specific transport safety law. All right. Two things. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't eat fried chicken without their hands? Number one. Uh, and I don't know if that's just from where I grew up because I sure as shit always eat. Fucking yeah, you fucking pick it up and you eat it. Right. Yeah. Um, that brings me to my next point. Have you, do you remember? This is going to be some nostalgia for the older listeners. Do you remember Pete and Pete? Um. Yep. Yeah. Ding. 
Yeah. Pete and Pete. No, I don't remember. You don't remember Pete and Pete? No. Okay. So Pete and repeat. No, Pete and Pete was a TV show on Nickelodeon back in the day, back in the 90s. It was about two brothers named Pete and Pete, right? Yeah. And it was kind of like Nickelodeon's version of, uh, oh, what was that shit? Uh, not Boy Meets World. That was, it was actually before then, but um, Wonder Years. It was kind of like their version, but like a more like a comedy version of Wonder Years. Well, there like there's only certain episodes I remember, and there was one episode, and basically there's like the older brother who's kind of like straight laced. And was it live action or cartoon? No, it was live action. Oh, okay. And there was an older brother who was like a little bit more straight laced, and the younger brother was like a fucking maniac, wild, all constantly getting into shit, right? And one of the episodes was uh, the younger one, who's usually the wild one, decided for whatever reason, I don't remember what triggered it, but he wanted to be perfect. No, he wanted to find out who Inspector 43 was, and it was the guy that inspected his underwear. <laughs> and he goes, every time you get a new pair of underwear, it's always Inspector 43. Who is Inspector 43? Right. Well, they go out, and then they go find this Inspector 43, and it's a guy who's trying to live a perfect lifestyle. Oh, wow. So, and he just, and everything he does is supposedly perfect. So they invite him over for a barbecue, and he's like, he eats this barbecue chicken. You know, it's all bone in, and he eats it without getting a drop on him, right? And, like, he's using a knife and a fork, and then he stacks the chicken bones in, like, a little log cabin where it's just, like, four walls, but he does it perfectly. And everyone's like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that bone stack. That's perfect. That's so perfect. Oh, my God. This man's amazing. Like, he did everything, like, to the book. So then the younger one tried to emulate him. Mm, yeah. Then one day... Everyone didn't like who he was becoming, and then he basically was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And then his master, the master perfection, Inspector 43, was like, whatever, you were never meant for this. And he goes, you can't do it either, and this is impossible. And then they decide to have like a, a perfect off, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and then so uh, Pete, young Pete, goes, they're like, what's the game? What are we doing? He goes, barbecue chicken he goes i've already done it once i'll show you again so uh, inspector eats his puts his bones in a perfect thing again and everyone's like oh that's perfect and then pete grabs like a piece of chicken and just sticks it in his mouth and rips it off and gets it smeared all over his face and he goes it just tastes better and there's something like that and then <laughs> everyone just like he's right it does that's the point of eating the chicken is to get messy. Yeah. And he's like, so that's not perfect. And like this perfect in Inspector 43 or whatever the hell his name was, 87, like had this like me like middle breakdown for a second. Like, oh, uh, uh, and then he went over to the dark side and ate the rest of his meal with his hands kind of thing. Mm. I don't know why that episode sticks in my brain so much. Yeah. But... I'll never forget it. Everyone just huddling around the chicken. Like, oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. There's also a great episode about them being king of the road. They're dead. I don't know. It, it was it was an interesting TV show. Pete and Pete. Right. Got to check it out, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's only, you know, 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm the one reading, and, like, I've already finished my entire drink. Yeah, if, if not, if not, right? 
course, I've been drinking for hours. <laughs> Number three, it was illegal to change a light bulb unless you're a licensed electrician in Victoria, Australia. Victoria, Australia. You know, I feel like a lot of jobs start off that way. Like, you remember when, like, obviously you don't remember when because I don't remember when, and this shit's like our grandparents or uh, parents, but, like, remember when we used to go to a gas station, ding, ding, and the guy would come out and, like, you know, like wax your tires, fill oh, up your yeah. tank, wash the front, and all that. Full service gas pump. Yeah. And yeah. then now they're like, fuck that. Do it yourself. I'll be in here. You come in here if you need me. It's getting to the point now where some gas stations don't even have people working there. Right. It's literally just auto pay pumps. Oh, yeah. And it's just like a bunch of vending machines essentially yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> I, um, I mean, that's where all it's headed, like everything. Uh, fast food. Uh, but it, that's kind of where it started. Like, they didn't want... And honestly, if you think about it, too, Victorian era, there's no telling. There's not like there's, like, condensers or amplifiers and all these shit we have in our houses today. If someone undid a light bulb and accidentally stuck their finger in there, oh, dude, that's, like, 20,000 volts straight to the dome. Because there's no telling, like, how much electricity they're pumping inside these houses. And right, but how many superpowers will we have after that? <laughs> Victorian electro <laughs> people? <laughs> yeah. I am electro man. Yeah. I mean, shit. Uh, all right. We'll do number four. Number four on a list of ten. It's a legal requirement to smile at all times except... At funerals or when you're being hospitalized in Milan, Italy. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> hey, like I just, that's a, that's a lot of, if everyone's smiling at me, if I go somewhere and everyone's smiling at me, I assume I'm not going to make it out of this city. Uh <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. everyone knows something and I don't and it's about to go down. What's with the long face? Yeah, right. In Milan, the law compels you to smile. It's prescribed by a city regulation from Astro-Hungarian times that was never repealed. Exceptions included funeral goers, hospital workers, or those at the bedsides of an ill family member. For everybody else, there is no excuse to be glum. The alternative being a fine of $1,000. Damn. <laughs> Dude, I want to travel to Milan, Italy. And just walk around to just, see if everybody's smiling. Just walk around with a resting bitch face everywhere. Just, ugh. <laughs> see how many times you get issued a fine? Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, if you if you never go back, you never got to pay it. True. <laughs> it's true. I'm just saying. So, like, your last day there, you just be a total grump ass the entire time? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I could do it. 
Number five, it's illegal to pass wind in a public place after 6 p.m. on Thursdays in Florida. What? <laughs> Fucking Florida, man. What <laughs> the hell? Um, That's right. It's illegal to pass wind in public places after 6 p.m. on Thursdays in Florida. What? <laughs> Here's here's my question. What Thursday specials are going on Thursday lunchtime? Right. Like, is it like all you can eat ahi tuna days with like sauerkraut sides or like what? Like, what are they eating on a Thursday that's making them just drop mean gastrial ass Thursday night? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. It says it's never really been enforced in Florida, but it was probably written in the 1800s. It's not clear why this ever became a law in the first place, but it is, in fact, a law that has never been stricken from the books. Do you think somebody was, like, the lawmakers were just fucking with somebody? <laughs> They're like, like, they, like, the, uh, the opposition was like, all right, let us have this. And they're like, all right, well, we want this. And they're like, oh, that's it? Like, uh, but, uh, you got anything? Yeah, man, uh, you can't pass gas on, uh, Thursday, uh, after six. And they're like, what? And like, you heard me. <laughs> what if there was, like, just one guy in town, right? Who's, I see, I thought that too. Who's just always walking around just blowing it, right? Right. And they're like, look, we just need one fucking day. Right. One day when he's not walking around just letting us all have it. Right. What day works best for you, Jerome? <laughs> right. And he's like, you know, how about Thursday? Yeah. But not all day Thursday right. because I've got shit to do in yeah. the morning. Thursday's when I run out of my pickled eggs. Right. <laughs> So how about, you know, like two or three on? No, that's too early. Okay. Six. Okay, six. We'll compromise on six. I usually take a dump at six. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm home for the day at six. Right. Jesus. (laughs) Right. Number six. It's against the law to have a sleepy donkey in your... (laughs) <laughs> this is where I stopped reading on my head of time. <laughs> it's against the law to have a sleeping donkey in your bathtub after 7 p.m. in Arizona. Well, duh. <laughs> Kick them shits outside. Get it out of fucking die. In Arizona, a law was brought into effect after a public menace case in 1924. A merchant used to allow his donkey to sleep in a bathtub, and when the town flooded, the donkey was washed a mile down the valley. The donkey survived, but locals spent a lot of time and manpower to save the animal. This law was passed shortly after. So you're pissed at the guy for saving his donkey. (laughs) Because that thing probably could have died. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. So you're mad. He saved his donkey. 
Or you're mad that he saved it, and then you all felt bad because you're like, all right, let's go get this fucking thing. Like, let's right. go help him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Nothing's for free. God. Some people, man. I know, right? God. But it was a bunch of fucking Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> all right number seven it's illegal not to walk your dog at least three times a day in turin italy you have to it's a law you have to if you have a dog you have to walk that dog at least three times a day i mean i don't hate that but it's also very obnoxious. But, like, I get it in big cities kind of thing. But if you have, like, a dog that runs around out back and, you know, or on a farm or something, I don't know, like, I don't know how big Turing Italy is, but. Yeah, dude. Dog owners in Turing Italy will be fined up to $500, equivalent to $500, if they don't walk their pets at least three times a day under a new law. This is a new law. From the city's council. Italy considers itself an animal-loving nation. And in many cities, stray cats and pro- <laughs> in many cities, stray cats are protected by law. To enforce this law, Turin police would rely largely on the help of tipsters spotting cruel treatment by neighbors. Turin has the most strenuous animal protection rules in the country. They even ban fairgrounds from giving away goldfish in bags. Hmm. I mean, all right. So, there, so basically what happened was PETA took over control. It's the of, PETA headquarters? Of the government in Turin, Italy. Right. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I don't hate this one just for the dog and, thing. But and, the only way that people even want to find out is if your fucking neighbors snitch on you. Right. Hey, I we had a neighbor that we snitched on for um, when I was in college, actually. And it was, um, there was, they had this big giant like bull mastiff kind of thing. And it was like, I mean, we felt bad for it. Every, like we never saw it with food or water. Um it was a little skinny. You could tell they would feed it every so often or probably just ate, but it never went inside. Uh, and there'd be like two feet of snow on the ground. And it's like in its little, you know, that crappy plastic um, doghouse. Yeah, like a little shitty one you'll buy at Walmart. Yeah, this thing like filled it up, could barely fit in it. And then, like, we all just one day were like, man, that, like, they do not take care of that damn dog. So finally, we called them, and we apparently we hadn't been the first ones to do it. So they actually had someone come out and, like, assess everything. Yeah. But apparently, you know, they squeaked by. Ugh. And it was probably my fault because I would get drunk as shit and go out there by our fence and just feed this dog in the middle of the night. <laughs> I mean, I'm, like, near blackout drunk, and I've got, like, I, like we'd buy the massive carton of eggs and like yeah. sometimes I wouldn't get around to eat them all and I was like so like the last night I would just cook the biggest thing of eggs before they expired 
and like we'd all eat it but then there'd still be like a giant mound of it so i just take it out over there and like here you go have fun yeah yeah man dude i had this people that had a dog that had a pit bull that lived next to me for a while and like it was the same situation they left it outside all the time like yeah maybe fed it maybe didn't right once a day if that like if it didn't rain it didn't get water right type of shit you know yeah yeah and uh so anyways like me and my roommate we used to like we would go out to like we never we never cooked ever right ever cooked so we would always just uh, like it was fucking wendy's whatever the fuck we were getting that night right we would always get what we were getting and then get like an extra something and bring it back and then like give it to the dog on the other side of the fence oh yeah like we, that was just what we did almost every single night because we knew otherwise that thing's not eating it's not eating right our dog loved us oh i bet it did <laughs> loved us and people hated us and people hated us <laughs> and i don't know why like we kept their dog alive. maybe they were trying to kill it i don't know right fucking assholes
Number eight, you must let anyone use your toilet if they ask in Scotland. That's good to know. That is excellent information. That is perfect information because I couldn't tell you how many times I've been squeezing my cheeks to the point where I'm about to pop a blood vessel in a butt cheek because I'm trying to keep my ass cheeks together. And I'm looking at all these houses. I'm like, man, if I had to, if it was like... Like, could could I knock on someone's door and go, hey, man, I got 20 bucks in my pocket. You let me use your bathroom. Just to, I was like, I'm sorry, but I've got this shit so bad. Yeah. I would 20, 30 bucks, however much. Like, here it is. Let me go in here. Destroy your toilet. I'll clean up. Well, apparently in Scotland, you don't even have to pay them. Yeah. So, it's, so it is probably the country of IBS is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like uh, this my says, people. This says if you <laughs> if you need the toilet, you can knock on someone's door and ask to use their bathroom in Scotland. And by law, they cannot deny you. Oh well, yeah, that's that's the key. I bet you get it like, oh, you f- fuck off <laughs> or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but that's good to know. <laughs> Number nine in Samoa. It's illegal to forget your wife's birthday. You will get more than the silent treatment from your wife if you forget her birthday in Samoa. It is unclear how long your sentence would be, but maybe some time apart for you to think about how to make it up. (laughs) To her wouldn't be a bad idea. So you're going to get locked up. You're going to get locked up if you forget your wife's birthday. You get a weekend. You get a weekend get a vacation week away, in jail. Yeah. That um, that's like a double-edged sword right there. Like how can you make up to her when you're sitting in jail? And man, you got to be a pissed wife. So, so she's pissed. You forget her birthday. You get you get locked up for the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's Friday night. Yeah. It's Friday night. You know, she's you know she's going out on town. You know she's hot. She's your fucking wife. Right. She's out. She's mad. She's looking hot. She knows you're gone for the whole fucking weekend. Right. You're getting divorced, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is probably not too bad. At least you're making a bunch of new friends in jail. <laughs> Probably other dudes like, what are you in for? Wife? Yeah, me too. Yep, yep. Got me. Yep. <laughs> every every spring and fall. <laughs> <laughs> Same old shit. All right, last one here. It's a legal requirement to own a burial plot before you die in Spartano Spur, spar, I don't know, in France, in this town in France that I cannot pronounce. I guess I'm just a rebel, <laughs> but I would, I would lie so much <laughs> about that just because I think it, well, all right, who, all right, what's the penalty and who pays for it? That's what I want to know. All right, well, let's see. The mayor of this town issued an edict forbidding people from dying within the city limits unless they had previously purchased a plot of local a plot in the local cemetery 
people who broke this by dying without previously purchasing a plot within the local cemetery would be severely punished. What kind of punishment? It says what kind of punishment you give the dead, however, is uh, unclear. <laughs> so, yeah, so how are you going to punish the dude's dead? Bury him upside down? <laughs> I guess. What if you're, so what if you're like uh, like an organ donor like I am? Do they not have organ donors in France? I'm sure they do. But so like so say I die. Say I fall off the edge of the deck and crack my neck right. and I die, right? My body gets taken to like the University of Cincinnati to be experimented on for like the next five years. Right. And then after that time, my wife will get back. That they'll go ahead and and, and uh, incinerate me, and she'll get her she'll get the ashes. Yeah, but it'll be years from now before she gets the ashes. Like, what do you what in that situation? I don't know on that one. I mean, there here like this is like the law, like the uh, the legal part of this, or at least I'm putting my lawyer hat on that I'm not one. Um, you would have to then go define a plot because it might just be as simple as like a a place on a shelf in a like in a cemetery like it sounds like a a scam to keep money in like even after you die you got you want to keep the money inside the community and make sure it doesn't get spent elsewhere no oh, yeah um so that's what I would say it'd be like you know what's the definition of a plot? Is my backyard cool? Right. Um, well, it said the, the local cemetery. Yeah. A plot in the local cemetery. It said. So. I mean, they might have one of those. You ever see those cemeteries where it's like? I always think these are creepy, creepier than just a field of uh, dead people. But it's. Uh, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the one where it's like drawers, and, but it's not like they don't have fucking handles on them. But it's just like a faceplate that's made out of like marble, and it says whoever like they, they are, like what they have in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. And like you go through, and it's like a big giant, like marble Costco of all these dead people, like yeah. five, six levels tall. Right. And you're like, like this shit's crazy. Yeah, man. And the reason they had that is because they're literally below sea level. Huh? So, like, they can't dig because once you start digging, nothing you get to nothing but water. Right. So, that's like in Louisiana, for example, that, that's why they can't bury nobody under the ground there. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as you start to dig, it's just you're digging straight into water. That makes sense. Yeah. Which is why nobody will, you know, nobody's going to uh, not ever be able to not have water in Louisiana. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just, you get thirsty, you just start digging. Digging a hole. <laughs> Hopefully you're far enough out, it's not salty anymore. Yeah. Um, 
I was sitting there going, why wouldn't I, could you get buried, buried at sea? Like the old school where they just throw you off the side of a boat? I'm sure that I'm sure you could have that in your will or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if that'd be as fun as like my of course my old adage was like I just I want to be buried by a volcano where you just throw my ass in the middle and then you could donate it to science and they can sit there and write down what happens. Yeah. Um I like the idea of people doing experiments on me while I'm from dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in this fucking vessel anymore. Right. You know what I mean? You can do whatever you want with it. True. At that point, what I'm already you... off haunting somebody. No, what? <laughs> not, to, not to get too much on uh, this morbid topic, but what do you, I keep seeing this. What do you think of the ones where you like, the body becomes like a a cocoon that turns into a tree? Have you seen that? No. Or they take the body and like encase it in some kind of weird... I, it's like a cocoon slash, like, root system. Yeah. And you, they basically, because, you know, back in the day they used to do this, where they would, to mark people's graves, they would uh, plant a tree. Right, right, over top of the body. Right. And, like, your dead body is basically fertilizing the fucking tree. Right, so it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's more of a nuanced Elon Musk version of doing it, where it's yeah. like... It, it literally looks like a pod person, but obviously they're not live, and they're just... Buried. I'm sure he would love to have his name attached to that. <laughs> it might be already. I don't know. <laughs> and the other thing I was thinking of was, like, so the thing in Scotland where you have to let somebody into... Yeah, my favorite international... Yeah, I'm going to Scotland. My, like my dad. So houses. I bought my dad the, like, a uh, plot of land... In Scotland. Yeah, you did that? Yeah. So he's like a lord now. Yeah. And so when he dies, like, I'll get that. I'll get that in the will. So I'll then be a lord. But, like, I wonder if I can go. Because it's only, like, a, like a foot by a foot, like a square foot of land or whatever it is. Yeah. I wonder it's just big enough where I could fit a toilet on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. Or <laughs> fit like an outhouse on or not one of those porta potties on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody needs to go. I'm right here. <laughs> Knock on my door anytime. Right. <laughs> Lord Odenbeck's toilet. Do you? All right. Do you have the coordinates like of where that's at? Oh or, yeah. To see. Yeah. Because I actually just Google that, and you can get up to uh, like because I saw that one foot by one foot. Yeah. Um, but there's also fifty foot by fifty foot. I'm like, hmm. Dude, you could have a fucking tiny home on that. Fifty square feet. Oh, 50 square feet. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought it was 50 by 50. No, it's 50 square foot. Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, you could... But still. Like, I want to know what... what, 50 square feet is big enough to have a tiny home on. Yeah. For sure, especially if you built it upward. Exactly. Like, that's... Like, if you just put a fucking tower... Yeah. 
a you know 50 square foot tower and you just walked in and walked your happy ass all the way up like one i want to know where this is at and whose land like like someone's selling this right yeah someone owns a massive amount it's all on private property actually right and no one like so that person kind of takes care of it yeah right but they're probably using it for whatever they do but if you go there and go no 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 this is mine and you just build some crazy shit on it like they couldn't do shit about it they can't do nothing about it yeah it makes me want like if I was rich I would do this and just yeah put a toilet put a a tower with a toilet in it where you gotta walk up like 40 flights of stairs (laughs) dude if you're rich (laughs) for sure one of us wins the fucking mega millions okay (laughs) We got to buy like 10 different 50 square foot areas, right? And and the, they're not going to be adjacent to each other. No, they won't. So, and then we just build like 10 towers. <laughs> just random towers in this fucking land. That would be amazing. Yeah, dude. And if the, if any of them are close to each other, we fucking build a bridge. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll work. That for We're sure. We're coming will work. for you, Scotland. <laughs> they don't know what's a- they don't know what's after. No. <laughs> By the way, if you get the fifty square foot, it's four hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, I didn't. That's not the one I got. Yeah, I see. I see the one you got. Which yeah, that's the one I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Did you ever get your license to hunt unicorns? No, not yet. You need to get on that. I know. Because I've got my license. I know, and that's got to be the next episode. Yeah. Um, I've got my license. I actually was talking to someone at my work about this, (laughs) where I was just like, I was like, you know you can go online and become like an ordained minister and stuff? They're like, yeah. Like, me and a buddy, I was like, he already did it, and I forgot uh, when I got home, I needed to do that, and I pulled it up. I couldn't remember if I did it or not until he got his in the mail, and I went back and looked. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't finish. Like, I literally started it yeah. and just never finished it. Like, the tab was still up. Um, that's how often I get on this computer, actually. Um, and I told him about it, and I was like, we can hunt fucking unicorns. Yes. He yes. goes, what? I'm like, dude. Yeah. And I'm about to spend money to get this uh, to be a lord, so I can be Lord Unicorn Hunter. Yeah, yeah, man. And to to hunt unicorns, it's free. It's free to get that license, right? You Lake, just have to fill out the paperwork, Alex. I know Lake Superior <laughs> University, right? Something like that. Yeah, Lake Superior State University. Yes, LSSU. Yep, I got it right here. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. The only requirement is you have to, after you get your license, you have to send them, you have to send them a color photo of you holding the license to their promotion website. Really? Yeah. All right. Which I have yet to do. I need to do that. I'm just trying to think of how insane I want the picture to be. <laughs> Because I looked, like I Google searched like the other pictures that were sent in to him, and it's always like 
this young little girl with like her grandpa and they got like the thing and you know the all of the pictures are like that right all of them i'm like no <laughs> my picture is going to be fucking crazy That's dude you know what we need to do <laughs> We need to go find a local taxidermist. <laughs> Get a fucking head of something with a unicorn on it. And then we will make this scene up and just have you standing over top of it with like a rifle. <laughs> with your foot on its face or something. Like, <laughs> No, dude. <laughs> Get it, got it. So they have those. So they have those horse head masks, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so put, make it look like a unicorn head, right? But <laughs> just kind of like make the end of the mask like rigid. Yeah. So it looks like I like literally just cut it off. <laughs> so I'm like holding it in the air, yeah. and I'm like just soaked in blood and holding it up high, and I got my license in the other hand. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I got my one for the year. Yeah. Didn't even have to go to another planet to get it. Can I say this is such a weird license? Because, like, if you're hunting unicorn, yeah, like, are you trapping it? Are you just, like, shooting it with a camera? Or are you physically hunting these things? No, you're physically hunting yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, isn't it, like, in every storybook, like, hunting a unicorn is, like, the, one of the worst things to do? And Dude, so when they so when they send you your license, and when we do this episode, we'll talk about it. Okay, okay. I don't get too much into yeah, this. Yeah, they give you, like, the whole breakdown of, like, the weapons you can use and everything. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. So, well, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> We'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. It was like the whole, like, two pages, like a whole list of shit that goes along with it. Right. So. Okay. It's all hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> the fact you were like, there's just like grandpa. Yep. There's <coughs> grandpa and their daughter. I'm like, well, how did like a little girl that's obsessed with unicorns like i love unicorns i want to choke one out like yeah yeah <laughs> uh but anyway yeah yeah we'll get to it yeah we'll get to it yeah and we'll do like a whole backstory on unicorns and hey that, that'll be fun like yeah the whole history of unicorns we'll do it we'll do it we'll do it right we'll do it right you know right oh we'll man st- <laughs> we'll stick our whole pinky toe into the fucking Ocean of unicorns. I'm on the local whatever, and there is definitely. I gotta say, there was one guy that looked like us who has it. Where I'm like, that dude shoots deers for sure. He's got a thing on his ball cap says "Drink Local" with a beer on it. I'm yeah. like, he he lost a bet, is what that was. <laughs> um, and then it's nothing but kind of like nerd. I hate to say it, but like little people that are obsessed. I'm not gonna say nerd. Ah, whatever. They're nerdy. I'm nerdy. They're nerdy for unicorns or like little kids, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what even right. got us on the whole getting the license for this, anyways? I don't know. It was either like, oh, I know what it was. As well as episodes, there was like weird shit that you didn't know in, in the United States, 
And that was one of them. You can get a license to hunt unicorn. Oh, okay. And me and you both were like, let's fucking do it. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. All right. Well, I've done it. Okay. You got to get on it. All right. Fucking do it. Alex, where can they find us? Oh, man. You can find us on all the social medias. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Soberless Thoughts, uh, Instagram at Soberless Thoughts, Twitter at Think Soberless, MySpace. No, I'm kidding. No one does MySpace anymore. Um, <clears throat> but that would be funny. Uh, Dude, you know what? You know there's... Like, so, so, not to go off on another rant here as we're leaving, but right. like, you know, there's like all of your old shit. If you had a MySpace back in the day, yeah, and then you just kind of forgot about it, like all of your old pictures are still out there somewhere on MySpace, right? I happened to put all my crap on private, but when I stopped using it, and then I discontinued the account. And, but my problem is one day I got an email and he goes, Re up, restart up your account. And I was like, What? Ah, oh, that'd be funny. Let's see what's on it. I redid it, went back to it, could not remember the password. <clears throat> and it was then sending it to an email that I no longer use. So I restarted my MySpace account, but it's on private. So you can't actually, you can go to it and see my front page, but you can't see anything else. Yeah. So, so like if you Google my name, yeah. for example. There's pictures that pop up, and then I look at them, and I'm like, those are, it's either my name or my son's name or my ex's name, and there's pictures that pop up of, like, us together that are on MySpace. Yeah. And I'm like, and then you, like, try to go to it, and it, and it like, it's it's, I don't know, dude, it's fucking weird. And they just like populate on MySpace. It's like I need to get rid of this. How do I get rid of this? I know. <clears throat> There's no way to get rid of it. You gotta like get in contact with the people. And then you gotta prove whatever the account is is yours. Uh which I think I did. I think I did actually discontinue because I just was like, you know what, I'm just curious now if mine's still up. Um so I don't know. Anyways, we don't we don't have a soberless thoughts page on myspace yeah, we but we should that. we should just go ahead and make one right um probably upload the audio version of our episodes right onto myspace <laughs> right it's like soundcloud or something <laughs> um oh yeah so yeah getting back to that so you can also find uh our podcast on all podcatchers which hopefully that's what you're listening to not just sitting next to someone who just listens to one on speakerphone like an a-hole <laughs> <laughs> and you're sitting next to him at a bar like can you shut that shit off yeah. uh, <laughs> but um, yeah so uh, now the way we like to get our names out there is we're about word of mouth so please tell your family friends loved ones to go to their fa- their favorite podcatchers if they're not in a podcast go hey Check out a fucking podcast. I got one for you. It's called Soberless Thoughts. It tiptoes you into the world of uh, podcasts. And we are not a murder podcast. So that's, we're already not doing what 85% of all the other podcasts are doing. Uh, so we're already up on 
uniqueness. Um. <laughs> is that what the, is that what it all is? Is just murder podcast? I feel like it is. Every time my wife's listening to a podcast, it's like, what do you listen to? I'm listening to the baked potato murders out in uh, Washington State. I'm like, what happened? Well, he would kill people with a baked potato that he would sharp sharpen into a, a pick and then. Or whatever it is, what kind of gory? It's always something. And every everybody I feel like I talk to, they usually give me at least one serial killer podcast. Yeah, and it's just not my thing anymore. Like I get it; it's interesting. You get in the psyche of somebody else. I feel like I'm going on a rant now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but I just—it's just not my thing. I yeah. just. Like, I get it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, they're crazy. They did crazy shit. I'm more interested, me personally, is like, I like, like, like Pablo Escobar, like drug lords, crime syndicates, thefts, shit like that. That would interest yeah. me more because usually it's, you know, how these people got caught, how they did it. There's like yeah. a, I don't know, there's a level of ingenuity to it. You like more of a conspiracy behind it. A little bit. I just, I like. The problem solving of it, oh, okay. where they go, I'm trying to break into this vault, mm. and they find an angle, and then they work the angle. Right, right, right. Nah. You like people who have successful side hustles. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> and there is no more successful side hustle than crime syndicates and... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it makes... Perfect sense. Perfect sense, right. Perfect sense. Speaking of side hustles, uh, you can find shirts of Soberless Thoughts on uh, DangerousTShirts.com. So if you want a, want a T-shirt that says your favorite podcast on it, Soberless Thoughts, that's us, uh, go to DangerousTShirts.com, and they have those there. Alex, what do we say when we get the fuck out of here? We like to say when we get the fuck out of here, uh, when you're, you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and then flip on out.